Hey, 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 this is Savio Vega, and you listening right now, live and in color, with Wolfie D, a mi manera, opa la calle. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one more time to the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Today we have a very special guest, a former Nation of Domination compatriot, Savio Vega. Mr. Vega, welcome to the show. By any means necessary. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. I'm happy, man. Happy when I received the call uh, from a friend and says, "Hey, Wolfie D, want to interview you?" My text was, "Tell Wolfie D, I do anything for him. Tell him I do anything for him. I'm here. I'm here." Uh, awesome. How you doing? How you doing? You guys? Okay? Thank you, Savio. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, yes. The one thing I want to say, man, is uh, just like when the whole nation of domination thing started. I mean, it was it was me, you, Ron, uh, Crush. Well, and, yeah, and it, well, it was just yeah. it was just a little thing. What did you think when you saw these two little white boys <laughs> rapping the, and waving they, the fist in the air? What did you think? They. What that that I love, I love to be honest. The nation of domination. When I did that character there, um, you know, I, they got Fabio Vega, and uh, Vince says he want to have fun, and uh, and let's do let's see what happened with Fabio Vega. Let's turn him into the nation. Yeah. You know, that probably they have that idea. So when I turned to the nation, uh, it was Ron. Uh, uh, no, Kevin. No, Kevin. Sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ. Crush. Man. Crush. God yeah. bless his soul, man. What a yeah. guy. What yeah. a guy. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. From Kona, Hawaii. Uh, yeah. But Crush, and then he got the, the, the lawyer, you, uh, <laughs> D-Lo. Mason. Man. Mason. And I just we, had, we had, had D-Lo on uh, last week, and that's what made me... Uh, think of you because I had D-Lo on uh, talking to me last week and it was just all of us there right at the first man that first little group you know before you know they put the rock in and all that stuff but we were the originals and I I feel like it really the first thing was cool and and you see the tapes now and when when that crew come down you see some respect you see some shoot in the ring You, you know you come everybody's serious no haha, everybody's like right there. That, that looked like real gangster, you know. Yeah. Uh, here we are with the national domination and beating everybody left and right. We try. Uh, I met Johnson. I remember I met Johnson. He he wanna come and in, into the crew, and we have a meeting with Vince and yeah. uh, uh, was Ron, uh, Ahmed, and me. And yeah. uh, Vince says no, no. If he, if you put Ahmed there, it's gonna be too strong. And yeah. I said to myself later, I didn't even think there, you know. Yeah. I said, well, if you if you got the nation strong, that's gonna make you babyface even stronger because now the babyface have to fight heavy, you know, to to knock this wall, you know. And yeah. uh, but I mean, he he know what he was doing. 
uh, of course, you know, later on the, he he start moving the the guys on the side. Uh, Crush was with Disciple of the Apocalypse. So I go with the Boricuas. You know, you yeah. you add more people into right. the show, but man, you guys coming singing. Uh, the only two white guys in the crew was you guys. Right, you right. Know? <laughs> oh, that's what I say. That's the that's the funniest thing is it in today's world you couldn't do that again. You got two yeah. white guys uh, rapping and and slinging the black power sign. They couldn't do that. I mean, that would get so much like you know uh, political heat. It just it wouldn't happen. It is it's something that I that I you know I I grew up here in Puerto Rico living with all kind of colors. Right, Name right. We here and, and and the words that they say oh don't say that word it's a it's a, it's a damn word. I mean what the heck? I mean right. why why everybody's so glassy? It's like right. they're so tiny glass. If you, if you sneeze oh my god they break in pieces. It's like. What the hell? I mean, we. Uh, what the hell is this shit? You know, because right. that's, that's the word. But that's political gaga. Let's talk about wrestling because I got into that and I got mad. To be honest, uh, man, when, when we do the when we did the nation, uh, we beat almost everybody. We beat Taker, uh, Bread. I mean, you name it. We we beat the hell out of everybody, and the nation was strong, and I love it. To be, uh, to be honest, it was uh, be honest, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 13, where you guys uh, it worked the Road Warrior. It was the Road Warriors and uh, yeah. Ed versus you and, and uh, you and Crush and 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 Farouk and man, how awesome was that, man? I remember that. That was like what? There was twenty thousand people there or something. That was just really awesome. Yeah, full house. And and wow, we have fun every time we walk outside. And TV, you see that crew coming down. Oh my God, something's gonna happen here. And, yeah. and Ron, you see Ron like a like a, he was like a, what's it called? Oh uh, uh, my God, uh, uh, you know the big boss, but he was uh, I forget the name. Damn it! Uh, I mean, serious all the time. He's yelling. He's mad all the time. Absolutely. He wanna be there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you a funny story, man. You weren't there that night. Uh, me and Jamie were in a bar with Ron, and uh, this guy comes up to Ron. He starts talking all kinds of shit. And this was, you, you remember uh, right about that time when when Ron, I can't remember what happened, but remember he had his arm in a sling, like he yes, broke his shoulder or something? Yeah, something like that. So, so, so anyway, we're in this, in this bar at the hotel downstairs and, and Ron's got his arm in a sling and it's his, it's his right arm and, uh, and he's right handed. So this guy comes up and starts talking shit to Ron and he starts talking shit to me and Jamie. And I'm not kidding you, Savio, man. I saw this guy grab this dude by the throat with his left hand, which is not his dominant hand, and threw this guy all over the bar. I mean, like a rag doll. He grabbed him by the throat and threw him and, and like, shoved him over the table. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen, man. And you know he was a, uh, he was a star football player, Florida State. I mean, he, he was a badass, man. Ron was awesome, and I love him. Yeah, Ron, Ron, every time I see him, man, and I go to him, and I just try to sneak him, you know, and, and hugging him. He's a great guy. I, I met him in, right there in WWF when, when we there. 
I never yeah. I never went to WCW, never. You know, and uh closer right. closer that I was there was with Luciana when I started uh eighty six, I believe well I was in uh in Louisiana for with what? Who who Close broke you in the business, Savio? Who broke you in the business? I, I, I did myself. I, I you know, at my age, uh I I say this story many, many times when I brother okay. I in my house was a little uh Hitachi black and white T V. Yeah. Uh, we moved room to room, you know, to watch T V. And this Sunday uh, I believe it was what eighties uh, now seventy something seventies in the seventies. Mm -hmm. I put that TV five o'clock uh, on Sunday, and I started seeing you know the, the the channels and channel seven. I was right there five o'clock. I didn't even know what time it was. I just put my I want to see TV and at yeah. five o'clock start Titan. They call it Titan of the Ring. Titanes del Ring. That's from Argentina. And yeah. they're they're wrestling. Brother, their wrestling was characters. I mean, you got actually characters. You got the mummy, a guy dressed like a mummy, the STP racing car, Formula One. The guy come with the car. You got the 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 Bible characters. You name it. Now, uh, you know, as a kid, as a kid, I put that TV there and I start watching that. I'm like, what the hell? And I was something, my brother. Yeah. It, my eyes went to my brain and stay there forever. And uh, I was watching that show every every Sunday at five o'clock. Everywhere, anywhere that I, I was, I have to be there in my house at five <laughs> o'clock to watch that show. Then yeah. talk to my friends in uh, in school. Yeah, this is seventy. Telling you, this is seventy, seventy four, seventy five. Okay. Uh, around that, I was I was having ten, eleven years old. And right. I remember I told I talked to the the guys in in the school. I say, do you see that show uh, Titanes in the Ring? You know Sundays. I say, but Channel Four have another wrestling. I said, what? So now I turn to the local wrestling, the yeah. Titan of the Ring. Finished from that moment on, brother. I just watched that uh, it was Capital Sport Promotion. You know WWC Carlos Company. Right, right. right. I was That's a kid. Carlos so, uh, promotion, right? Yes, yes. Then. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Taekwondo classes nearby my house. Yeah. Uh, a, a friend of mine left the the dojo for one year. And this yeah. Friday, I, I remember it was a Friday, I'm sitting there with him talking, and I asked him as a junior, uh, what, what, I mean, why you left? What, what are you doing? He said, I wasn't wrestling. My brother, when he said that, I, I remember. I grabbed him by the kimono. I said, you have to take me there. I want to go there. Please take me there. He take me. And he said, yeah, let, I mean, let me go. Yes, I, I'll take you. So now this is this gym is in Dorado, which is the next town from me. Hey, remember, right. I'm, 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 by that time that when I met him there, he's like, I was like 12, 13 years old, something like that. And okay. uh, I don't have a car. I just have a bicycle. So I start paying guys. I, I talked to my grandma. I said, Ma, give me $2 for gasoline. Uh, he, this guy going to take me to Dorado. So they took me to Dorado and left me there. I didn't even think how to come back. Oh my <laughs> so God. I just want to go yeah. there. Yeah. Now, now I'm in the ring, and I see Chiqui Star. I see a profe as Angelo Rivera. And see all the all the you know all the people there. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. I say I want to learn how to wrestle, and uh, I, I say Chiki because I saw Chiki and Prophet wrestle before in my hometown and around the area, and uh, that's the only guys that I recognize. Uh, my first bump, 
I'm in the middle of the ropes, and he comes kicking, hitting the ropes, and hit me with his elbow right in my chest. Boom. Oh, my God, what a pain. I had that pain <laughs> in my chest for a long, long time. And it's like the first lesson, never stand up in the middle of the ropes. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I'm pain. Finally, I got okay. Uh, this, they, they teach me how to take the bombs, blah, 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 blah. One right. day, one of the guys says, well, I need to talk to you about this business. I say, what? He said, well, we do this and we do I said, don't worry. I don't, I don't care what you guys do. I want to do this. And uh, everywhere that they uh, have a car, I'm there. Yeah. Everywhere. I never miss a car. They say yeah. this, this. And uh, Isaac Rosario, I don't know if you remember when you guys see him in Puerto Rico, maybe not. He was one of the local uh, old-timers. He was What's the name? What's the name? Isaac Rosario. Okay. Isaac I, I, Rosario. I, no, he was a yeah. He was one of the old timers. Okay. So uh, he just passed away a few months ago, man. Man, what a guy. Uh, so he saw me. He saw me wrestle in in his hometown uh, when they gonna give him a, you know a, a plaque to him. So they they have wrestling because he's a wrestler. So they right. they talk they talk to the company. They put the ring there. I know him because I was working as a security guard with Capital Sport Promotion, and he know okay. me from there. So yeah. when he saw me there, he asked me, do you wrestle? I said, well, I try. He said, okay, I want to watch you, he said. I said, okay, no problem. I wrestle, I finish, I come back, I come back, I come back in a, to the dressing room, and here he come. He opened the curtain and say, hey, you wrestle better than everybody here. I'm going to talk to Carlos. Uh, to give you an opportunity. I'm yeah. like, uh, what the heck? You know, I'm excited. All the yeah. guys there, hey, remember me. Remember me, just in case you call me. I said, what the hell? I didn't even, I didn't even, they didn't even say yes, and you want me to take you there? You know, so a uh, week after, Carlos saw me at the building, said to Invader, uh, take it to TV. So they, they put me on TV. Uh, and then from that, that day, they asked me, do you, can you make it next week? I said, yes. And also, uh, you know, right there, what about next week and next week and next week? Can you go to this town? Can you go to that town? So I started making a little money, you know, and, and go to the, I, I was that brother, I was doing what I love to do, you yeah. know, wrestling. Then from there, they see the kid want to, want to make, do something. And, uh, they sent me to, uh. Oh, listen to this. <laughs> they they say, Luke Williams, you know the bushwhacker Luke. He was oh, the yeah, booker yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So Luke, the uh, big say, book, hey. the big booker. Oh man, big booker man, he, in Puerto Rico for the American. Love, love Luke, that guy. Dutch Mantel and, yes. uh, and Gilbert. So the, those are the names yeah. I know. Exactly. So uh, here come a uh, uh, Luke and say, hey, we're gonna send you to Louisiana. I said, Luciana, and I hear a little bit about Luciana. I said, good, I'm going to wrestle Luciana. So uh, I talked to my parents. I said, hey, listen, they're they going to send me to Luciana to wrestle over there and, uh, you know, and, and wrestle. And my dad, my dad said, no, you're not going to Luciana. I look at him, I'm like, uh, uh, you know, what the heck are you talking about? He said, no, that's too much racist, he said to me. And you're not going over there, you don't speak English, you're not going over there. I said to my mom, I'm going, I'm going. Now, a week after, Luke says, hey, Louisiana is canceled. I mean, uh, Tennessee is canceled. You're going to Louisiana. So I said, okay. So I, I went to my dad. I said, okay, no, no Tennessee. It's going to be Louisiana. He said, even worse. No, you're not going over there. <laughs> 
I'm, oh my God. I'm like, uh, this is, brother, this is 86, you know, uh, around 86, you know, something like that. And yeah. uh, I said to my mom, I'm going, I'm going. Finally, I took my plane when I landed in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, lost my bag. Uh, now I'm not, no English, <laughs> no English, dumbass, <laughs> dumbass. And I'm like, okay, I hear these people talking in Spanish, and I went close to them and talked to them in Spanish. What happened with the bags? He said, the lady says, uh, oh, they come in at six o'clock. They, uh, they, you know, they behind. I said, okay. So I stay there, wait for my bag. I grab my bag. Nobody's picking me up. I, I land about three o'clock. My bag arrived at six o'clock. Nobody come to pick me up yet. I'm like, I'm waiting there. I call my mom. I say, mom, nobody come and pick me up. I'm going home. <laughs> she said, no, no, stay there. Stay there. And uh, I said, okay. Uh, I call Luke. But when I call Luke, I say, I look at the time. It was one hour different. I say, well, they are in Ponce. So we just like, what, two hours away. Yeah. I have to wait till he come back at by about one o'clock in the morning. So I call him at one o'clock in the morning. I say, nobody's picked me up yet. And then I, I arrive at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So he said, yeah, yeah. He said, yes. Uh, Grizzly Smith is going to pick you up, but they are in, in, in some fire bill uh, somewhere, uh, Alexandria, I believe so. <laughs> so they are, they're far away, but he come to pick me up. He picked me up about 3.30 in the morning, 12 hours later, you know, when I arrived. And, and I, the, the point here is the airport is so, so small. At 12 o'clock, they close the airport because no more flies, and they yeah. close they close and turn the light off. I was right. in the dark, big time. Outside, the only guy there was me. It was another guy that picked me up, so they, somebody picked me up, picked him up. So I stayed by myself. I said, okay. Now I have to bring my, my Taekwondo experience out just in case I have to fight somebody. But nobody there. <laughs> the, 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 only, the, the only guy there was me. The only guy there is me. So I'm, I'm like, okay, just waiting. 3.30 in the morning, white Impala, red roof, is Chris Smith, and he arrived and said, Juan, yeah, he said, Juan, I said, yes, let's go, so I put my bag in the trunk, and let's go, now he's talking to me in English, which <laughs> I understand shit, I don't understand what the fuck he's saying, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> <huh>? yeah, well, <laughs> he took me, he took me to, uh, uh, to this place, I say one night, next day, Skandor Akbar arrived, uh, he said, we leave in at five o'clock, blah, 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 all right. So from from there, I, I stayed there four months in Louisiana. That's awesome. Live there, yeah. Then then from there, I went to uh, uh, Puerto Rico, stayed here yeah. for almost six months. Then went back to Mexico. Then from Mexico, come back to Puerto Rico. That's when we did the TV character. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey folks, to get your official Live It In Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Live Wolfie D. Check it out.
If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. The whole Mexico thing is funny. Me and Jamie, actually, we went to Mexico in 1994. And, and okay. the reason I say that is because that was before, uh, like, you know, in 1990, what? five or six is when the uh, cruiserweights and the lightweights and the luchador thing came to the United States. Me and Jamie went to Mexico in 94 and I, I just, and you know, this probably when I say this is we went down there and my first match, I took a big, like just a big American hip toss <laughs> yeah. in those fucking rings. And it was like, what the fuck? I understand why these guys roll now they, because they roll. It hurts. <laughs> they roll. When you yeah. throw them, they roll. And, yeah. and you, you just, you see your soul going up and come down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I took a I took an American hip toss for my first bump, and I and I and I came up from it, and I I went over to Jamie and I said, "What the fuck, man?" I said, "These yeah. rings are like fucking concrete, yeah. dude." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> heavy, heavy. That's why you, now you understand when they. They sometimes they took a bump, but sometimes they just roll, 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 roll. Yeah, but the, hey, I can tell you this, Savio, man. You could probably relate to this too, man. Me and Jamie, when we were there, we stayed in a in a hotel in Mexico City. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a there was a uh, like a plaza outside of it. And we would, yeah, I swear to God, we would watch kids go out there and do wrestling moves on concrete. Yes. It was yeah, like, what? Yeah. what is going on here, man? This is crazy, yeah. man. It was something Wrestling we... Wrestling is big. Wrestling is big in Mexico, man. It was... So, it, it, especially then when when we got off the plane and we were nobody. We we were nothing. And and there were people taking pictures and, you know, then we, we had a, you know, a little article in the magazine and all this. And I was like, nice. what the fuck? We ain't shit. <laughs> That's yeah, great, but- man. That's Mexico. Let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you this. So then, all right. So then, after Nation Domination and whatnot, and and you get your uh, your run in WWE, WWF, you started your your or you were the guy. You had a secondary promotion in Puerto Rico, right? Yes. uh, How did that come along? I mean, you you just. You wanted to go against, uh, or uh, you know, Carlos or what? Uh, well, the the point here, uh, the late Victor Quinones, Victor was my partner. He had that yeah. company registered here in Puerto Rico, uh, right. and they, he he have it from 1993. He have it registered, but don't use the company for nothing. He used the company one time for some taping that he did for different uh, countries, different languages, right. uh, and that's it. So when we come back in WWF, by that time, uh, we start talking. Every time we fly, we're talking about the, the business, how if we do a company, what we do, what we don't do, blah, blah, blah. So finally, right. the day of, of layoff come, which was 1999, I, yeah. I already hurt my neck. I was out, out, of, you know, out of the cart. They took me out. 
So the only thing that I was doing, I was aging for uh, Super Astros. Super Astros was uh, a half an hour show. Um, we made it right there in WWF for Univision Television. Half an hour. We did 13, 13 uh, you know, one season, 13 shows. Yeah. Uh, when we did that, I mean, the show was good. It was ready to go for one hour, but the, the business they did wasn't good. So Univision say no. And they say, hey, I got all now a bunch of uh, Spanish here doing nothing. Uh, we're not going to pay everybody for doing nothing. So he started cutting necks left and right. So one of them was me and, and the rest of the Mexicans. They, he, just, he just keep a few Mexicans there for a few, few months, one year, whatever, and then okay. let it go. Now, uh, when that happened, we already been talking about the company in Puerto Rico, and we established the company. Uh, we opened the company. Victor put some right. money, Miguel put some money, and I put some money in, in the company, and we started running uh, the company. Uh, right. In the beginning, we we spent few few dollars because we learning, and that process costs you few bucks. So once we we grab and learn right away, man, the the rest was just making money and money and money. Uh, we have we have I mean the houses full, you know, left and right. Uh, Were like you running? I mean, obviously, I mean, I remember when I was there. The, I mean, Puerto Rico is not a huge, you know, island or whatever. No. You, you run the no. same towns. Were you run the same buildings? No, no, no. We, I mean, it's enough. It's enough fans, you know, for for run, and okay. uh, so they they running over there. We running over here, uh, and, and the people go with the story. You know, if the story is good and you hook the people with with a good story. Uh, yeah. So hey, they they going to support you. So that happened to us. We we have uh, uh, different stories happening, different vignettes happening. Uh, little story here, little story there. We got Luke as a booker. We have Dutch as a booker. You yeah. know, and these motherfuckers so, they so, know. Uh, Butch, Butch and uh, Dutch they jumped. <laughs> Luke, they they went they went to you guys and 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 left the other one. Yeah, I mean, Luke. Luke was uh, was in Florida leaving, so yeah. we bring Luke uh, later on. But Dutch was with Carlos by that time, and right. and I saw one one time he was in the uh, uh, our office was in the same road in Isla Verde by yeah, the uh, that hotel. That's so where... here I come, yeah, yeah. here I come, and uh, and I stop in a bus stop. He was sitting down in a bus stop, all sweat, and I stopped there, put the window down, and say, "What are you doing?" He's like, a, hey, he didn't even ask. He just opened the, the, the car door and sit down inside. He said, let's go. <laughs> he went. I you, of course. But, all right. Go we we got to just, because that brings me to this. You've told me that you know the story or whatever where Icy hotted the guy, man. What What is your yeah. part of that story? What What happened, man? I mean, I'll tell you my side, but you tell me what you this, tell me what this, you heard there. Yeah, let, let me finish this part. <laughs> I, I'm in Japan. I was okay. in Japan. Okay. I was in Japan when okay. I arrived. Uh, I, I, you know, I know all the guys that was there, and I uh, and and I asked for you guys. I said, "Oh, you don't know?" I said, "I know what." You know what happened? No, <laughs> these son of a bitches. They put uh, they th something happened in the ring with Armandito Salgado. Uh, yeah. He got mad. 
so they have a match with him, and one of them have been gay in his fingers. <laughs> and when when they look up, he just grab him by the neck and put the big gay in, in his yeah. eyes. And with yeah. the with the uh, cup, they beat the fuck out of him. They fuck him up. They jump in the car and left. I said, yeah. what? I my ass. I said, what the fuck? Hey, what okay. a motherfucker. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you know that guy? Do you even know him? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, I don't need to All right. Well, I, let me tell you on my side. Let me tell you on yes. my side uh, from what happened because I really don't think me and you ever really talked about this. No, we never but, talk about that. No. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I mean, when I come down to Puerto Rico, I'm like 18 or 19, and this is like 94. You know, Brody, what what year was that where Brody got killed? Like, 89, 88? No, 80, 88. 88. Yeah, okay, so so young guys going down there, we're hearing that, okay, you know, uh, you know, American guys, don't get in trouble, don't do this, don't do that. So anyway, Dutch books me and Jamie against uh, that Armadito Santiago and, and yeah. another little Japanese guy. And Dutch okay. says to us, and this is, you know, back in the day when there was one dressing room for the heels and uh-huh. one dressing room for the for the yeah. baby faces. And he yeah. says, he says, go out there. He said, I need you guys to get over. Don't give them shit. So at 18, 19 years old, I kind of didn't know what that meant. Today, I really know what that means. <laughs> but so I go out there, and this dude, you know, he's Armadito. You know what? Was he about, what, 6'2", probably? Uh, you know, two yeah, probably maybe. He was way bigger than I was at that point. I'm proud, proud Puerto Rican. Yes, very, very, very. So I go out there and, and man, I don't I don't give him a lot of shit. I really don't, but I gave him a little more than Dutch wanted me to. So I come back from the ring, we beat him, blah blah blah. I come back from the ring and Dutch goes, God damn it, I told you not to give him shit, blah 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 blah. So then for the whole next week I get ribbed by everybody. Oh, Armadito shot on you. Oh, he did this, he did that. Uh, so yeah. I'm staying, you remember, I know you do, the hotel that they used to put all the Americans at. Like, Dahlia. Right, Dahlia. Yeah. Dahlia. The Dahlia. Hell yeah, the Dahlia. Yeah. Right down yeah. the street, and, and there was a bar, uh, the Blue Dolphin, that yeah. hung over the ocean right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that I'm a guy again. They keep telling me, oh, he's going to beat you up. He's going to beat you up. And I'm thinking, man, I ain't getting I'm 19 years old. I'm not getting beat up. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? So I come up with this idea. I'm going to put Icy Hot in his fucking eyes, and I'm going to fucking punch <laughs> And so the thing was is that we went to the ring. He grabbed my arm. I put the Icy Hot in his eyes, and then I just started knocking him. I started knocking him. And he, he rolled. Yeah, I really did. And then he rolled out of the ring. Well, here here's the part that you may not know, and, and, and the thing is, he rolled out of the ring, he was all bloodied, beat up, he went back to the dressing room, and he pulled out a gun. Well, me and Jamie Ooh. didn't know that, because it was two separate dressing rooms, right? All of a sudden, Ooh. we look around, and there, no shit, Savio, there was about, I don't know, probably 10 cops that showed up with, like, riot squad gear on with, like, shields and all this shit. And we're thinking, holy fuck, man, they're fixing to fuck us up, you know. But the thing was, 
he pulled out the gun and they were actually there to protect us. And they took us yeah. to our hotel room the next morning. Uh, and I'll never forget this. And what made me, uh, start on that was that I, I, I walked out from the, uh, would you call the hotel? What's the hotel? Dahlia. Dahlia. Yeah, Dahlia. Dahlia. I walked out from the Dahlia on that little side <laughs> street right there. And I got on the phone and I called Dutch and I said, Hey Dutch, man, what should I do? And he said, Wolfie, I ain't got your back, man. He said, you put icy hot in his eyes. I said, all right, man, I'll see you. Boom. And I, I, I took a, a taxi to the, uh, to the airport and I flew home and you know, I'm sure you can attest to this. Everybody else has that. Uh, that guy came to the hotel room after I was gone and they were going to, I don't know, him and his dad were going to do something to me. The dad, yeah, he go with the dad. He always, he always, he was, he was with his dad all the time. Yeah. Wow. And that's crazy because what if I'd have been how close they had done to me? Thing? Yeah, how close? How close was it, Savio? <laughs> how close was Wolfie to really getting bad hurt? Well, like I said, like I said to you, I was I was in Japan by that time. Right. But when I arrived, the, the only thing that the, the story that I hear was that he put Ben Gay on, on his eyes and beat the hell out of him. And after that, they left. You know. So when I arrived, they already gone. You know. Yeah, right. And I, 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 I was like, a, no, are you kidding me? You know, he fucking put ice, icy hot and beat the hell out of him. I mean, fuck him up. I said, holy shit. I said, why? And I hear, because Armandito don't want to sell or something like that. You know, I said, well, I don't know. But, man, I remember that story. Yeah. It's crazy. 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 Everybody, but, it's hey. funny. All, all the American guys that come back from Puerto Rico tell that story. They're like, we'll see. You're ridiculous. And then what's funny is that uh, Luke especially would call me every, I don't know, like once a year. Hey man, come on back, man. It's okay. I'm like, fuck you. I'm coming back. <laughs> you ain't gonna get me there, motherfucker. Hell no. Wow. I don't even want to come on vacation. <laughs> Armandito, Armandito, Armandito's living in Florida somewhere in Orlando. I don't know Tampa. Oh, well, getting closer. I lived there a year ago. He was. Hey, closer to me than he was in Puerto Rico. That's funny, He's Coming man. up on you, Wolfie. What are you He's getting closer. Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Live and in Color with Wolfie D. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for Live and in Color with Wolfie D is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WOLFIE at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. (laughs) 
Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're gonna wanna call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Savio, what do you got going on right now, man? Are you are you still working? I mean, what are you doing? Yes, man. I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm fixing how I get out of the rain, uh, knees, uh, bother, shoulders, you name it, man. Everything hurts. Uh, uh, goes to close to 40, uh, 40 uh, years in the business. Yeah. And I have uh, the same company that we opened with Victor Quinones and Miguel. Uh, mm-hmm. We closed it. Miguel tried to run a little bit. Uh, and then he closed. So I, I uh, the name and everything was free. So I picked up the name. And uh, uh, everything is under my name right now. I opened in 2019. Okay. Uh, we Keep it closed for 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 one year because of the pandemic. Now we open again. Uh, uh, this disco right there in San Juan area uh, is a is a great place to to run TV. Uh, they have TV screens there. They have everything nice. So I put my ring there and tape it. I already did two pay per views. Uh, oh really? We, yes. And now we come in. October 16, the first match outside of that uh, bubble. Let's call it the bubble right there. Uh, yeah. So we're going to a big building with a big show that's coming up. And uh, we have a channel on a channel uh, on YouTube, IWA Puerto Rico. Uh, okay. And the people could go there. And all the all the websites, all the, the media, IWA Puerto Rico. Okay. You go there and, and subscribe. And uh, and doing good, man. Uh, the the channel already have sixteen thousand two hundred people or something like that. Uh, I'm watching us every week, uh, and and the people are fighting. They want us on local t- television, you know. Yeah. Uh, like before, before we we have our show, we have four hours of television. Saturdays, two hours. Sunday, two hours. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the special shows. We have almost six. Six hours on the on that t- television show wow. uh, during the Christmas and stuff. Channel Two Telemundo. Uh, now the NBC bought the the TV. I mean, everything, everybody out. Uh, everybody have to pay big money to be uh, on on that television. So yeah. I mean, uh, we hey, close. We close for the year. Yes, go ahead. Let me ask you this, man. Uh, just because uh, on my last podcast, I was talking to a guy that was like kind of a death match guy or whatever. Uh, Madman Pondo, you probably heard his oh, name. Yes. Let me yes, ask you. Let me ask you. In Puerto Rico right now, 
what draws money? What style draws money right now? Is it still the same old recipe that, I mean, me as an old school guy, I want to hear you say yes, but you tell me, what's, what's drawing money right now in Puerto Rico? A good story. A good story. No matter what you do, a good story. If that story have some Absolutely. good vignettes behind, Absolutely. good good talk, good, uh, uh, you know, blah, 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 here, there. And, and in the, if the guy know how to work inside the ring and know how to put the, the fence in their pocket, hey, right. that's it. I have a, I have a few guys, a special one. We call him Pupe. Pupe is a, is a, a dark, uh, a wallhead guy. He yeah. have his partner, but his partner have a, a, an accident, and, uh, and we put him out for a little bit. The, this guy come as a, like a, a, a little like a little drunk guy. He he's the one that like to party and drink the beer and drink this and and uh, we put uh, a Spanish music for yeah. him. So when when he come out, he's the party man. And it, and everybody know that, so he come to to make everybody happy. And the music the the he he have in Spanish is bachata, It's yeah. music from Dominican Republic. And the first thing the the music say is, today we drink, you know, oyster bebe. Today we drink. So when he come out, he's already come with a beer in his hand, a real beer, yeah. you know. So when he go, when he go, he goes straight to the fence, not to the ring. So he put the people to dance. I mean, he make a little party before he go to the ring. And of course, the, the heel come to attack him, make him suffer a little bit. But he always come on top because he's, he's the top baby face right now to, to say that. And uh, we have another guy. He's going in the same way, but he's more wrestling. Uh, I mean, it's different styles, of course. And... Depends yeah. on the the story. Hey, that's the heat. That's the hot guy right there. Yeah, you got to build it up. I think, and that's what I was uh, saying the other day, is that, you know, you can, you you know, some people like one thing. You know, you have a niche for everything. You got some people that like these crazy matches, hardcore. You got some people yeah. that like uh, the cruiserweight high flyers. You got... People like the big guys, I think you have to just have a card that's balanced, you know, and that's been the recipe forever, and we all know that, man. Anybody's been well, Listen, you can do all that crazy stuff, what they doing, but do it with meaning. Exactly, exactly. To people exactly. in the house to make some money. Don't do it because, oh, I want to have a match, oh, ha, 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 and, and, and break, break 20 bolts, you know, in your back and your forehead. I mean, almost... Get blind, or maybe you know, breathe that that powder. The best shit come out. I mean, right. hey, take your time. You don't need all that gaga to to impress. Exactly. You know, if you have if you <laughs> have what you need to to go in the ring and do a good work and work with the fans. Hey, you got the fans in your pocket. But if yeah. you're just coming with your head full of movement from left to right to do a big uh, uh, cardio inside the ring. You're not going to have time to see the fans. You don't even knowledge the fans because the only thing some of the kids these days doing is uh, uh, do some move because they just want to hear the people go say, yeah, they're wrestling, wrestling, please, you know, they make some money. And, and the thing that I've always, I don't know, you, I think you would agree with me, but like when I watch the movie, yeah, sometimes the movie starts out hot 
and sometimes it's a lot of action right at the beginning, but it's always got a story, and then there's action, and then there's some sort of drama, and then there's some sort of this, bad guys, blah, 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 whatever. But it's just, it's it's a story, man. The formula has never changed, and to me, when they, when when the formula tries to get changed, it just doesn't make sense, and it's, it's what... I'll say this again. Jimmy knows this. I don't watch wrestling now because most of the, most of the shit that I see is not what I signed up for. It's not why I liked wrestling. It's just different. I I, I watch I watch sometimes a few, few things here here there, and I uh, I, lo- I like what this whatever whoever I see in the moment do. Sometimes they start doing too much. Yeah. The one thing that I don't, I disagree, and nobody in this world will tell me, oh, you're wrong. You cannot, you cannot acknowledge fans. I mean, they pay a ticket to be there. They pay a ticket to come to see you. You need to acknowledge them. You need to see them. You need to look them. You're working for them. If you right. want the fans to stand up from that seat and yell at you as a heel or baby face, You need to work hard. You need to tell a story in that canvas to make them stand up and cheer for you. If you not don't, if you don't do that, hey, you're working just for you. You're working for doing your 20 moves that you see in your Sega uh, uh, play or game or PSP, whatever, and now I'm going to do that. I have to yeah. do two flips to the front, two flips to the back. You know, yeah. when you're selling... When you're selling, you gotta be, and I'll, either Ricky Steamboat or Ricky Morton, the two Rickies that were the best baby faces ever, that would look at the people, hold their hands out, and be like, "Please help me." You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's that type of stuff, man. Sabia. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, hey, I I learned I learned how to be a heel. I love heel. Why? Because. Being a heel, I help the babyface be a babyface. Right, you know, right, if he right, don't right. have this, if he don't have the experience, hey, Papa is there. I'm gonna help you. <laughs> I'm gonna make you fucking, you know, right. uh, look like a million dollar because that comes with the with the experience. You know, yeah. hey, I work I work here in Puerto Rico. In my my beginning years as a TNT, I worked with the Iron Sheik. He was uh, before after he was champion in WWF. Yeah, Worked yeah, with yeah. Alpha, Sika, Teddy, and Dory Funk. Worked yeah. with all those guys. Garby. Yeah. I mean, you name all those the guys from the States. These people yeah. put me with them. And, and I learned that timing, brother. I mean, uh, what a beautiful ha- have a match. Easy. Finish your match. You didn't even, you didn't even uh, tire. And you're ready to go another hour with, right. with this old timer. And when you leave that ring, the people are, yeah, come on. You know, it's like a... Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's like a that's, that's so easy. Yeah, and, man, and you coming down and you coming down in one piece. I remember those nights, man. Just working with, and I was lucky, man. I was a young kid that got in the business early and uh, yeah. got to work with cool guys like that. And then also, you know, even though we didn't have a great super spot uh in wwe with you guys you know we just came out with that but you always knew that me and jamie was watching that red light on the camera and if it was time for us to find a spot we was going to do it 
And, uh, and we discussed it, man. But uh, I've always appreciated you, Savio. Appreciate you. Your, um, and, and I'm so appreciative that you come on here uh, with yes, me sir. today, man. Uh, and, and, and honestly, man, I, I appreciate you for everything. Thank I've you. always been a fan of yours. And uh, I know Jimmy's the same. I've got a few things. One of them, you know, is, you know, you talk about storylines. Whenever, you know, you and Crush, you're in the back. Ron had walked out with his crew, D-Lo, the lackeys, Clarence Mason. You had just been essentially fired in the back, and then you're fired yeah. now in front of everyone. You guys are really yeah. pissed off. What I really liked about that is that sparked one of my favorite times in WWF, where the gang wars. You had the Los Bariquas with you. You had the Nation, of course, with Ron. And you had the Disciples of Apocalypse, you know, with Crush. And also, you know, Wolfie's future tag team partner, Brian Lee, in that group. Tell us a little bit about that. How awesome was that? Brother, when when they put when they put all all the stuff together and uh, uh, the day I got fired, that's on TV and that's on YouTube. That day that I got uh -huh. fired, that's a, a Monday Night Raw. The night before or the day before Sunday, my grandfather passed away, and uh, oh. I was I was uh, in that tour there. I bring my brother with me, so the two the two men. Uh, I mean, my father is there too, and the, the sisters, my aunt. Uh, when I when I received that call, I uh, I said to the guys, man, that happened to me. And the guys, the boys said, get out, go, 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 get a plane and get out. Because if you tell the company, they're not gonna let you go. I say, ah, oh, Vince, we, he let me go. I need to, I, but I need to talk to him. You know, I cannot go like that. <clears throat> he said, no, no, right. go, go, go. Everybody was telling me go. So I say, no, I cannot. So um, I wait till next day, Monday. Soon I arrived at the building, I went straight to his uh, office and said, Vince, uh, my grandfather just passed away, and uh, I'd like to, to go, you know, I bring my brother with me, and I'd like to go. He said, man, I need you. Soon he said, I need you, I remember the voice of the boy say, go, don't ask, you know. And I said, man, right, say, okay. Uh, he said, today we're going to do this sketch uh, with the nation and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. Well, you know, so I say when I arrived there, I say you could go tomorrow early in the morning. I said please, okay, thank you. So I did what I did, and uh, we show Crush and me. We got fired. Now we want to fight these guys. Now uh, uh, that's when Crush looked for the, uh, and we have a match. We have a three-way match. Then uh, that's when the, the Crush go with the guys. Uh, he come with the Puerto Ricans too. And now when we have this this match of oh, son of a bitches inside the ring. I mean, you got color. You got colorful uh, uh, people inside there, uh, very professional people. Uh, we did what we have to do. That that crew, that that nation of domination, have so many, so much heat in the uh, outside with uh, what is it called, man? Uh, association of whatever uh, was bitching about. Oh, nation of Islam. Uh, you remember? Yeah, right. some. So, yeah, a bunch of people. I remember, I remember we got heat because they were yeah. using the, the fist and, and why these people coming like that, uh, do you mocking us, mocking who motherfuckers, we're doing wrestling, this sort of thing, <laughs> right. you know, right, uh, right. We're, doing, we're having fun with what we're doing, you know, if, you, if you're if you stupid, you're stupid, that's not my problem, 
you know? Right. Uh, but we, we did it what we did because we love what we do, you know? And, uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and we have fun. We have fun. That's awesome. So I have a couple of uh, questions to ask you. We do a segment at the end of every episode called A Current Affair. And essentially what it is is I'll ask you a couple questions about current situations. I don't go too deep or make it too hard on you. I only like to do that to Wolfie. If you don't mind, I'll ask you a couple recent questions. Let's do it. I love it. All right. DJ, hit the music. It's a current affair. It's a current affair. All right, we're back with Current Affairs with Savio Vega. My first question is super simple. Tell us about your appearance at Taker's Retirement at Survivor Series 2020. Who made that call to you for you to show up? Was that Taker himself, or was it a surprise? Or no, I was I was in the I was in the airport uh, going to somewhere to wrestle somewhere when I received the call from one of my good friends. He's a referee in uh, in WWF right now. And uh, when when I received that, I said, WWE, I see the ref. I said, Hello, man. He said, Listen, Savio. And he explained me all the stuff. Uh, you know, the other take your farewell, blah, blah, blah. I said, Yeah, put me on it, man. Let's do it. And he said, Oh, the other guys, BSK is going to be there, too. I said, hey, Even better. Put me there. Sign me there. So, well, man, uh, that was good. Good experience to, to walk one more time that ramp. With the Puerto yeah. Rican flag. Yeah, it was awesome to see you there. And tell me, yeah. you know, speaking of, as a strong Puerto Rican, tell me what you think of Santana and Ortiz. You gotta love those guys, right? Yeah, I met I met them I met them long time ago, and they doing good job, great job. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, the that's the way to do it. Timing, don't rush nothing, and, and you're gonna get what the the best result. You know, and right, that's what they right. do. And they establish, they have to establish their, their tight team strong first. Right. And they're great. I think they're doing really great things. They're, they're in with yeah. the right people. I'm excited to see what yeah. those guys can do. My last question is very simple. I noticed your last work you did was with MLW. You actually did two roles that night as yourself and Quang. Any future Quang appearances? <laughs> uh well, they just paid me for one. I need to talk to them about that. But uh, I, I, we just finished a, a meeting today with the uh, MLW. We're going to be in October the 2nd in Philadelphia in the ECW yeah. Arena. A big show awesome. that they have over there. Uh, and and uh, Cole Power said to me, hey, do you have any anything from Quang? I said, yeah, I have a few things there. Can you think we, we could do this? I said, yes, I'd love to do it. So uh, we did the Savio Vega gimmick with the cane, with the uh, uh, kendo. Then uh, we have the, the coin with the nunchakos, you know, and uh, what's good? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we see something down the, down the line. That's awesome. Well, hey, Savio, thank you so much again for being on the show. It's been a great pleasure to get to meet you and talk to you. Wolfie, you. I'm going to let you finish out the show here with us. Man, again, uh, one more time, Savio, it's been, shit, I don't know, uh, 20 years or something since I've seen you. Yeah, and, uh, more, more, very glad, more than 20 years, yes. Very, very, very thankful that you would come on here for me. Um, and I want to thank Eric. Eric Sims is the one that contacted you for me. Great guy. 
Great you, guy. I you got his yeah. Are you at are you at big event? No, I'm I'm not there, but I'm I'm gonna be uh October twenty seventh, I believe, so I'm gonna be with him. Uh, uh, somewhere, and well, him and uh, I'll plug Eric just for for being awesome and uh, you know, hooking you back up with me, man. And uh, you know, yeah. I always thought you were an awesome guy when we were there. And like I said, I was a young kid, and just you know, having these uh, experiences with you were were awesome. And the and the funny Puerto Rico stories, and you know, yeah. just doing this podcast to have somebody of your caliber to come on and 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 speak your mind and be honest is just thank you so much man. i really appreciate thank you uh, thank you man thank you for having me yes, yeah sir. thank you for having me and and like i said before you could follow me and all the iwa puerto rico all yes, the sir. media uh you know iwa puerto rico oh, oh, oh iwa puerto rico.com uh okay. that's my web page we'll, we'll put it on the site man we'll put it on please yeah we will let me say something in Spanish for the Spanish. The, the yeah. Oye, a todos los que están escuchando por aquí, está Wolfie D. Eh, estuvimos juntos en lo que era Nation of Domination. Eh, les doy las gracias a él y a todos ustedes por estar escuchando a Wolfie D live, porque hey, hay mucha historia, mucha historia. <coughs> Síganos a ellos que están bien, eh, bien pegados con todo lo que están haciendo, entrevistando a muchas mega estrellas de la lucha libre y que Dios me los bendiga, nos pueden seguir a nosotros a todos por Ídolo a Puerto Rico en todas las redes sociales, que me cuide, muchas bendiciones And now a word from our sponsor Ladies and gentlemen welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this team does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling! Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. It's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah! Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. If you're a fan of rock music, I'd really appreciate it if you took a moment to check out my podcast. It's called the Decibel Geek Podcast. We've been doing it for about 10 years now. We talk about Kiss. We talk about Ozzy. We talk about Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and Metallica. We talk about all the legends from the 60s and on up to brand new bands that you should be hearing about today that you're not going to hear on the radio. It's Decibel Geek. Wherever you find your podcasts, you'll find us there. If you love rock and roll, I can almost guarantee you're going to love my show.
So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate First of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more, is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon. And our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cap for you, don't. He got a cap for you, don't. I got a cap for you, don't. He got a And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still loving it, color. Don't rush your mother. Utilize a hubcap, unlike any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G, plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Title suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping wrestling's first white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Played low for a while when you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Bad skills, no faking, there is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over and forth later. Not here to play games, so you better be You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. All the time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You suck a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When I finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up. Driving it home, it's Wolfie D, baby. Huh? I got a cap for your dome. I got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.